This podcast is brought to you by lineupmedia.fm. It's time to step up to the plate with Jim, Steve, Fish, and former two-time Gold Glover World Series champion, Benji Molina. A swing and a miss, and that's the winner! That's the winner! A World Series winner for the Cardinals! Right, Jordan! Smith courts one into right down the line. It may go. Go crazy, folks. Go crazy. I pop off. The Clover's there. The Cardinals won the pennant. The Cardinals won the pennant. The Cardinals won the pennant. Breeze hits it in the air to center. We will see you tomorrow night. Swing and a miss. The Cardinals are world champions for 2006. In the air to left, well hit. Back is Craig. What a team. What a ride. The Cardinals are world champs in 2011. Hello, Cardinal fans, and welcome to a Friday morning edition of Two Birds on a Bat, your St. Louis Cardinals fan podcast, coming to you from the Patio Studios, the original party place for St. Louis Cardinal fans everywhere, whether it's pregame or postgame. Patios is the place you should meet. Enjoy yourself, have a great time, have some beverages, and just uh, enjoy some of this great weather we're having in St. Louis right now. Hopefully it sticks around next week. And uh, I know when the weather's better, it helps out our good buddy Randy Green with InnovativeCompanies.com as well as he's got so many... Uh, jobs going on right now, which is a good thing. And uh, hopefully you out there have been listening to us and have been getting a hold of Randy Green with InnovativeCompanies.com to use for your construction needs, heating and cooling or electric. Doesn't matter if it's residential, commercial or industrial. That's the name you know and trust. InnovativeCompanies.com. 35 years experience, second generation craftsman and a man of his word. That's Randy Green with InnovativeCompanies.com. Well, one guy that I know is hoping that the weather stays the same, and I don't know what's going on where he's at right now, but uh, it seems like he's been gone forever because he had been around so much. But uh, if the weather's too hot out there, he can just leave it out there and let this San Diego-ish uh, environment stay. And that's our good friend on the M4Bayati.com hotline, Benji Molina. What's going on, buddy? What's going on, guys? It's been a long time, huh? Yeah, I feel like you've been gone forever, man. It's like when you're here all the time and then you're gone. It's, you know, absence makes the heart grow fonder, you know. <laughs> heading back, heading back on Sunday, do the the whole week, uh, the whole week and the other extra game. So I'll be there for a week and a half again. So Fun, fun. It'll, it'll be fun, man. It'll be fun. We got Miami. We got to do the, uh, uh, the Angel, which is a very important series here in St. Louis. Or there in St. Louis, so we uh, we're gonna be we're gonna be doing those games. So it'll be very very interesting to to get there. But hey, man, first of all, congratulations to the Blues, man. Yeah. What the heck, what a run, what a team, what a heart. They show me. I'm not a. I'm not a. I'm sure you know more of these than me. But man, they show me heart, man. Unbelievable heart. What a what a way to go out and, and, and first of all have a chance to close it out at home, which I thought it was gonna be really hard because uh, the pressure that is, is built up at home and everybody expecting it, it it's really rough. But dude, go out and into Boston and win three games out there. 
I mean, I got friends in Boston, and they all text me, and, and they're all baseball friends, and we, we all play against each other professionally in baseball, and they're, they live there, and they're big fans of every Boston, like Patriots, like, uh, you know, Bruins, everything, Celtics. So they, they text me, and they say, wow, they never, Bruins never face a team this good, never. These guys were just pushing I mean, banging on them, they, they beat him, they beat him up. It's like St. Louis wanted him more, man. I just wanted to say that. It, it's just amazing that the city of St. Louis is a champ, man. It's a, The Blues are an amazing team. Well, that's awesome. Like I said, I, I'm a Blues fan, have been a long time. I mean, I love the Cardinals. I mean, I'm a baseball guy, hockey guy. I, I just love the, the sports scene, and right now it's a great time to be a – a blues fan. Um, we've been through this with the Cardinals where for years we felt really happy to be a Cardinal fan. And it's not that I don't think people aren't happy to be a Cardinal fan right now, but Benji, this is, I mean, we're going on multiple years now here of the same old, same old. And I'm wondering, and, and I think we touched on it last episode, but you know, a guy like yourself, who's, who was in the league and played in, in multiple cities where there were other sports, you know, the Cardinals really, I'm not going to say they've flown under the radar with their what I would call mediocre start because let's face it, that's what they are. They're 500. If you're 500, you're mediocre. Um, uh, is the onus now going to be on them to get this thing turned around, or do you, you know, can you see this thing like from a media standpoint, from a fan standpoint? Now that the Blues aren't there to focus on, that the focus is now going to be on the Cardinals and whether or not they can turn this around. You're 100% right, but they don't need the Blues to win right now. Uh, it, it helps for their pressure. Yeah, it helps that the Blues won, and now they have that pressure to win, of course. But uh, they don't need that. They already know it. The, the ownership know it. The, the people know it. The, uh, uh, the players know it, how, how, you know, how they're playing right now. They're not playing very good baseball. Um, I mean, they could be playing even better. That's what they, that's what they probably thinking. So, oh yeah, the, the pressure is on them. They, they know that. They know that Blues won. That the the city's all over the, all over the Blues and all that stuff. But they're gonna feel it, man. They're gonna feel the pressure. I'm telling you, they're going to. They, they, they need to play better. And and remember, when when we started last time, we said it a few times. When when uh. When the team was going good, uh, Bader and Wong was producing, right? They were they were driving runs, they were they were on base, uh, and and that's what it seems to be happening. I mean, every time we see the highlights, uh, who's who's in this? Bader and Wong doing something. You know what I'm saying? For so sure. I think they need those guys, uh, even though they need everybody, of course. But but those guys are very key. Seems like it this year. Well, I mean, all you got to do, I mean, and again, I'm, I, this isn't, I, I don't want this to be a pick on session, but all you got to really do is look at the, look at the, look at the lineup with the stats and they'll tell you the tale of what basically has been two different parts of the season for them so far. I mean, they started off pretty good. I mean, at one point we were in first place in the whole league and now we sit at 500, but you know, again, I'm, and it's not picking on anybody, but Paul Goldschmidt, while he didn't hit real well early, had nine home runs just like that. And now all of a sudden, while his average is okay and his on-base percentage is okay, 
he's got 12 home runs, which, you know, a guy that hits nine right away, you would think would have 20. Um, Paul DeYoung started off on fire, and his average is all the way down to 268. So when you're hitting 350, and now well, a month later you're hitting 268. Yeah, and now you're hitting 268. What's that tell you you've hit over the last 30 days? Not real well. Marcelo Zuna has been really fairly consistent. I mean, he, he was his average was uh, has been up and down a little bit, but his numbers, you can't argue with 18 homers, 55 ribbies, 26 walks. I mean, he's he's been real consistent. Yeah, you know, but once again, we're dealing with the whole Matt Carpenter thing. You know, the the you know, it, it, is he better than he was early last year? Yeah, you couldn't be much worse, but it still is what it is. But the Colton Wong thing that you brought up, I mean, you know, the first month of the season, everybody was like, okay, this is the Colton Wong we've been waiting for. This is the guy that's out from underneath Matheny. This is the guy. And now here we are, we're hitting 240 and – you know, just 41 strikeouts for a guy that shouldn't be striking out as much, right? Um, as, as happy as happy as we as happy as we could be for these guys, and I am. I I'm excited to see Wong performing, and I'm excited to see Bader, and I'm excited to see whoever uh, Fowler to start hitting and, and doing the thing that he was doing earlier, and and Carpenter to start getting his three months uh, going or whatever. <laughs> as, long as, as far as I want them to hit, it's just they're not showing it, man. And how long can you wait? How long can you wait when you have guys on the other side in Milwaukee and, and Chicago not counting the wildcard teams probably that are, are doing good? So how, how long do you wait or how long do you do this to the fans? Because the fans are the ones who's getting desperate right now. They're like, wait, wait, what, what's going on? You know, and then, you know, the problem is, I think, Jimbo, the problem is that these kids, they give you a game that they look like they're ready, you know? Yeah. And, and, and you're like, holy crap, this is what we're looking for. And then they give you two weeks that they're like, okay, no, that's not good. And then they give you a week that, oh, wow, these guys are good, man. You know what I'm saying? It keeps them, it, it keeps them on it. Like, it keeps. It keeps them like playing them, like carp or something. Like carp will have a an awesome, I don't know, three days or two days, and they're like, okay, he's on, man, he's on. And then here he goes again with the same thing for a week or two weeks, and and you're like, okay, but what happened? You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's what that's what's happening here. They have to, the team have to commit. The team have to say, listen, are we gonna have these happening? Or are we going to go and, and, and do something about it? But it depends on them. It depends on do they want to do this or do they don't want to do this or do they want to keep riding the wave like this? Or, or you know what I'm saying? Or, or they need a change. Because it happens to Fowler, too. If Fowler gives you two or three games that he's like, great, and you're like, oh, man, here he comes. This is good. Okay, let's go. Let's play him. Let's be good. But then he goes four days, five days without doing anything, and then you're like, okay, what's going on? You see what I'm saying? For sure. So, you know, you don't you don't see you don't see that out of out of the other team's players. That's what I'm trying to say. You don't see that as, as the Cubs player. They get in a slump, but when they come back, they just keep hitting for weeks and weeks. 
you know, and, and, and you're like, what the heck, man? Just go out on the slump so we can so we can catch up. But but that's what they do, and that's what they're in first place and second place, and not us, you know. Yeah, you know, plus our, our pitching is not it's not pitching the way they did last year. You know, they're trying, they're they're doing as much as they can to to get back on it, but they're not pitching the same way. Yeah, I, it, you know, again, I, we talked about it on Monday, and it's it's becoming that broken record that the word that we we keep going back to, and it's in all like if you look at the lineup, and I think where I was going with this earlier, and then I hear you talk about the pitching, it's everybody on the team. The the word basically for just about everybody is inconsistency, and you know you've got to start having some consistency and then make some decisions based off who you think somebody is or what they are but um we're going to take a little bit of a closer look especially um i'm glad that you did bring up the pitching because i want to i want to look a little bit at, at some of this and, and, this and is, see and and this also always meet that remember i told you that before yeah i had a conversation with him and he said Bimo, we had guys that do it on a consistent consistent basis on an everyday basis. We have guys on base every time. We have guys with one hit. We have guys with two hits every single game almost. That's how you win with everybody performing on an everyday basis, not having many slumps, not having people uh, going too long of a slump. And, and that's how you get on, and that's how you score runs and stuff. So the thing that he told me, we're not doing it for sure. Yeah, I mean, you know, when I look at it, it – <laughs> Some of the numbers, like you, listen, I, we can sit here and look at, like, to your point, and I love when you talk about potential and all that kind of stuff, but the reality of it is, I always say, you are who you are. Your numbers, you know, will tell you who you are. I don't want to hear about any underlying numbers that tell me that you're supposed to be this or you're having some battle. In the end, the, those numbers don't, don't care about wins and losses. Okay, and, and we're a 500 baseball team, and you do not have to be a rocket scientist than to just look at the main analytical numbers of this team, and it'll tell you everything you need to know. And I want to look at the pitching next, but before I do, I want to remind everybody to check us out at twobirdsonabat.com. Please subscribe to the show there. Make sure you check out our Two Birds bloggers. Those people work tirelessly, and um, you know they, they, they work really hard to get the message out about the show and about their great writing and their opinions, and we think they're great, and we hope you guys check them out. Uh, also want to ask everybody to go to Twitter at Birds on a Bat Show. If you're a Cardinal fan and follow us, we're going to follow you back. As always, um, we're looking for more followers on Facebook. Type in Two Birds on a Bat, like our page, click invite your friends. When you see our pin post, please comment on it, share it, like it. It helps us reach more people. Instagram as well, Two Birds on a Bat. And, of course, as part of lineupmediagroup.fm, home of your radio, the newest streaming platform that you can download for free on your mobile device. To our partners, we can't say enough about all the stuff that you guys do for us, um, you know, with the show and outside of the show. Uh, our good friend Mike over at Adam Smokehouse, who, in our opinion, has the best barbecue in St. Louis. Open till 7 on Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays. They do box lunch orders, catering. Uh, get over there on the weekends, especially if you're traveling in town. Um, he'd love to meet you and love to put a pin in there, uh, depending on where you're from. But the ribs, the specials, the pulled pork, the brisket, everybody raves about it. 
I just don't know that you can get a bad meal there. It doesn't really even matter what you like, what kind of barbecue you like. So uh, I encourage you all to try it out. Uh, so many people do, and we do appreciate you guys letting him know that, you know, you hear about him on Birds on the Bat. So it means a lot to us as well. So make sure when you stop in, you say hi to Mike and have some of the best barbecue in St. Louis. That's Adam Smokehouse on Watson Road. St. Louis, here's your cue. To our friends at Gators Baseball Academy and their four-pillar system, thank you so much for your continued support of our show. Um, you know, getting the word out about us and making sure people know about us means so much to us as we try to reach more and more Cardinal fans. Tryout season's right around the corner to learn more about uh, finding out if you have what it takes to be part of a Gator squad. Go to GatorsBaseballAcademy.com. Uh, that stuff will be going down in July, so we're just a little over a month away, and uh, it's it's how it goes, folks. If you wanna if you wanna be good at something, you got to work at it, and they're there to help you, and also to teach you the life lessons. That's GatorsBaseballAcademy.com. To our friend Dr. Kristen Jacobs, who always wants to remind you that it is Skin Cancer Awareness Month every month, and she's there to help you depending on what it is your needs are. Her Ulala Wellness Anti Aging and Spa is is so good to so many people and it gets you what you need and it's right there for everybody to take advantage of and i can't say enough about her and and everything that she does especially with her staff don't forget this weekend is father's day go to her facebook page you guys can comment on there and try to win that nice kit for dad so make sure you do that as well and we definitely want to thank her for her continued support as it means so much to us um you know uh benji as i look at this um, you brought up the pitching, which I, sometimes the pitching gets overlooked because the easiest thing to do is to always see what? What do we see when we watch a game? We watch guys bat. So what do we see? We see their numbers all the time, right? You very rarely see a pitcher's numbers. Like they don't fly every inning when the pitcher goes out there, they don't put up his ERA and his, how many strikes. They don't do that. Like a hitter. Every time a hitter bats, you see that, you know, if I, I'll see what Dexter Fowler's hitting, I'll see this. And I sit there and I look at it and I go, oh, boy, oh, boy. But what you don't see all the time, unless you look for it, is that a guy last year who was basically, I mean, he was basically a borderline Cy Young candidate in Miles Michaelis, he has a 4.83 ERA this year. You know, uh, it just, you know, uh, it guy, you know, opponents are hitting 267 against him. That's not great as a, as a group. Um, you know, I I don't really know. 78 innings pitch, 57 strikeouts, not great. He just hasn't been that guy this year that he was last year. So a question I have for you that I'm sure a lot of people are curious about, we all know that he pitched here and then he went over to Japan and he figured it out and he came back last year and was awesome. We know that this is a league of adjustments. So it's evident that the league has made an adjustment on Miles Michaelis. So the question then becomes, when is Miles Michaelis going to make an adjustment and kind of change up what he's doing so that he can then go back and attack these hitters? Um, Jimbo, it's not only Michaelis, but let's go with him now. He, he needs to make an adjustment. Whatever it is, he's missing a lot, of, a lot of pitches right on the middle. And let me tell you, what you said is right on. Like last year, yeah, you, you abused the league. You had a great year. Uh, you're looking for a contract, you got it. Maybe this year he's a little bit more comfortable, right? Like he's pitching without pressure. He's pitching without that, okay, I got paid already. Uh, I'm a little bit, I'm going to keep working hard. I'm going to try to win games and all that. But, whew, man, I'm, I'm good now. You know what I'm saying? A little bit of that is in there. But, oh, man, they, they know his number. And, and usually it takes a year for those kids to get adjusted to you. You know, and you said it. These guys, they know how we pitch. They know it. 
all they all he has to do is change. Obviously, all he has to do is uh, um, do a better job on adjusting on the hitters. Plus, plus, you know how we talk about the hitters, how they have to do it. It's the same with the pitching, Jimbo. You can talk about all the things that you want, and and pitching, all of the things you want in pitching. Uh, but the pitcher has to make pitches to win games, and you cannot win games throwing four, four innings and throwing five innings and then then get out of the game. You know, so um, I think it's a it's a million adjustments he has to do. The main one is hit the corners, work with his cutter. Uh, I mean, he has to have every pitch working for him to be successful, like last year, like you said. And that's what I think. But he, he does need to make an adjustment, for real. He does. And we're not only him, Jimbo. Let's go back to Flaherty. Flaherty's not pitching the way he's capable of. Uh, our best pitcher right now for the whole month is Thompson, who's doing really good. Yeah. The ball down. Um, they want him to pitch up, and that's not his game. They had a conversation, and he said, listen, I'm not going to pitch up. This is not my game. I cannot pitch up. I don't care what the numbers said. I don't care what the analytics said. My success is down. And look at what kind of change he had after he said that. So, But he's doing it. That's another key, right? Yeah. That's yeah. another thing. He's doing it. Right. But our other guy, um, Wayno, has been okay. You know, Wayno is, is just hang out in there. Uh, he's been a lot like the hitters. He's been hit or miss. You know, he's yeah, been either really good or not good. There's no, there's yeah. been no like, hey, I've gave my chance a team, my team a chance to win. I may not have been great today, but I've given him a chance. We haven't seen that. It's yeah. been all or nothing. It seems like. Yeah, and then Waka has been out of the out of the uh, the the rotation, so that tells you he's not being very good, right? So um, then you go from there, and then we have an open spot that Cabrera and all those guys hit. So it's been really rough uh, in hitting uh, with a couple guys to watch and stuff and, and know that they can do better and they are not doing it. But it's really been really rough for the pitching. So that tells you the only thing that's been holding you right now is the bullpen on games that, I mean, obviously you got to hit the score runs and win. I, I get that. I'm just saying the overall numbers. So but the bullpen has been hanging hanging in there, you know. Lately, they they haven't pitched, you know. The two best guys haven't pitched good, but but they'll pick it up. But but man, that hitting and and the and the starting rotation, they need to pick it up big time if they want to win, if they want to go to the playoff, or if they want to make any run at the playoff. Because right now, as it looks, it ain't gonna happen, Jimbo. Not this way. So not having two teams. Uh, two amazing teams on top of you, and they ain't gonna happen. Yeah, I. It's if, if you look at it, and and uh, you know, I, and believe me, I'm not. Th- this isn't a blame game for me, but I, I look at it as a fan. And I going into the season, I felt good about X, Y, and Z. And one of the things I think that we as a lot of fans looked at is I think we sat there and said, man, Michaelis was way better than I thought he was going to be, and Jack Flaherty looks like the real deal. And then when you look at it, both of their ERAs are over four with Michaelis's approaching five, you know? And then, you know, if good or bad, depending on which side of the aisle you fall on, and I get it if you're not a fan and if you don't have that nostalgic part and you want to say, I don't really care what he did for me yesterday – but Adam Wainwright having a 4.4 ERA as your fifth starter is not 
what I would call awful. So if Dakota Hudson is your four or five and he has a 3.47, well, I'm looking at this thing going, where's the real problem lie? The real problem lies in the one through three. And that's Michaelis at four, and then that's Michaelis at four, eight, three. Flaherty at 428, which the reality of it is, I think he's had some really good outings. And I think you do expect a little bit of that second year starter thing to, to struggle a little bit. And then you have Michael Walk at 563. On the Flaherty thing, though, Benji, why is it that it does seem that some of these young, what we would call stud, can't miss pitchers, struggle a little bit that second year? What is it the adjustment factor as well, no different than Michaelis? Yeah, no different. There's no different. My second year, the guys started pitching me different uh, when I started, and that was a long time ago. Imagine these days when they have up, um, when they have iPads on the on the freaking bench. On the bench, they have iPads that they can look at the pitching. They can look how he's pitching today. And they can look at the pitches before they even go step up on the batter's box. You don't think they make adjustments? Man, they're making adjustments while they watch you pitch. That, you didn't have that uh, before. So for these guys to to uh, to have these struggles the second year, it's nothing new, man. It's nothing new. They get adjusted to you really fast. And if you don't get adjusted, it, it, you're going to really suffer. And that's what we're seeing. They're suffering, those three guys in the top. They're not pitching well because they're making adjustments. But listen, we as pitchers, like in this case, uh, Flaherty, uh, in this case, uh, Michael has and Waka, we need to make an adjustment. We need to hit the spot, and we need to do it. It's not like, we oh, we need to do this, we need to do that, we need to do this, but then don't do it. No, we need to do it if we want to win. We need to do these things. We need to hit the corners on, on a high percentage. We need to hit the inside when we have to. We need to, to do all these things, Jimbo, if we want to win. It's like hitting. We... we we cannot have too many guys lumping. It's just how it is. We need to have guys producing on an everyday basis. We need to have the pitching hitting the spots and getting people out when we need to, if we want to win, if we want to be the same way that we are right now, it, it, the things are going to stay the same. You know, the, the guys are not producing, the guys are not pitching well, and, and then things like that. Well, I'm not 100% sure, you know, that I have um... – all the answers. I certainly don't. But, you know, you look at this and you, I think we sometimes, and I say we as in all of us, right? Like even the quote unquote experts. I think sometimes we make this more complicated than what it is. The reality of it is some of these guys are going to just have to start playing better. And if they don't, we're going to have to figure out if they're the kind of guy that we need to move forward with. Now that's frustrating for fans because it does seem like this front office wants to stick with guys. And, um, uh, and we're just going to have to live with it. We have to do it. Just think about that for a minute. We have to do it. Like, guys have to do it. If we don't do it, it ain't going to be winning. It's not going to be winning. Well, the, the, you go to the Yankees, why are they in first place or second, whatever? Why are the Tampa Bay have 40 wins? Why does Minnesota has uh, this big lead in the central. Why? Because they're doing it. They're hitting and they're pitching. They are doing it. They have guys that are hitting like crazy. They have guys that are pitching really good. 
you go back to the to the West Coast. Why do you think the Astros are are doing how they're doing it? Why? They're not struggling. They're not they're not having slumps from their from their main guys or they're not having any of that. So it it comes down to doing it. Doing it. I'm a big part of doing it. I don't care how much potential you have. And we can go on and on with the potential, Jimbo, but I don't care how much potential you have. You can have the biggest potential hitting 100 home runs. I don't care, but do it. Do it. I'm a big guy on doing it, and we're not doing it right now. We're doing it, but it's not on, the, on a consistent basis that needs, uh, St. Louis Cardinals needs it to get up obviously, and, and, and be on a higher uh, play from a standing and stuff like that, or play better. So we need to do it, Jimbo. That's very simple. Well, we're going to have to see. Uh, you know, this would be a good weekend to turn this thing around. Uh, I, I like the fight last night, coming back off the closer in a weird situation to tie that game up. Um, you know, I thought uh, it, was a, it was a big home run by DeYoung, uh, Paul DeYoung, to, to, to get us there. And then, you know, giving up the two runs like we did um, to, to give up the lead. And then, you know, you kind of look at it and go, okay, you know, Edwin Diaz has been one of the best closers, but we find a way, right? So exciting, exciting as can be that, right? So we look at that, we get excited about it, and then the rain kind of was, like I said, it was a mess to begin with. But the reality of it is we have a, an opportunity to come out today and win that game and then play another game and put something together this weekend. That would be a great start. They, they could have just fainted. They could have. The weather easily sometimes gets the players like, oh, man, let's go home. What the heck is this? They could have just easily said, all right, three out, let's go easily. And what they do, they battle on the, on the tough conditions and against a good closer. They battle back. They score two. They tie the game, and now they have the opportunity to win two games today. I mean – that is, that is just perfect what you wanted, you know. You don't want to start the series on the loss. So you tie that game, you're going to finish it earlier. Hopefully we come up on top. And then all of a sudden, you have a, you have another game to play that you, you have a chance to win too. So um, we can come up with two games win, two wins today. So that will be, be interesting to see. But, but I like their fight. They, they don't have anything against – I don't have anything against their fight. Their fight is great. They, they fight. They give you a fight every single day. They give you a fight. Um, that's not, that's not, I don't, I don't care who you are. You can give me hustle. You can give me fight. You can give me all the things. But in the end, Jimbo, we have to perform. We have to do it. We have to get RBI. We have to hit over 230. We have to hit over 220. We have to hit over 210. We have to get RBI. We have to get the guy up. We have to do um, anything. We have to do everything. You know what I mean? We For sure. cannot sit here and, and, and expect to, to do something, but, but we don't. No, we have to do it. We have to do it, and that's our goal right now. It's do it on an everyday basis so everybody gets hot. And we can just roll like we did in April. Why do you think we were good in April? Because everybody was hitting. One was hitting. Uh, Bader was hitting in the bottom. Fowler was up to 300. The young was hitting 340, 350. Um, and the guys who weren't hitting was our best guy, which is Ozuna and, and, and Goldsmith. And they weren't hitting. 
and 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 then we have the situation on carp that I don't know what's happened in the carp. I tell you what, I I don't know. I keep watching it and watching it. I just see I just see the same guy, man. I don't know what you guys watch, but uh, as a fan, but I watch the game as a player and as a fan, both went both ways. I don't know what I don't know. I see the same guy, man. I, I really do. I really do the same guy. Uh, he doesn't make adjustments. He just likes to hit his ball, and he just keeps hitting to the chip. Like that's what that's what he does. I mean, that's what how he hits. So I don't know, man. I I don't know what they need to do something with him, or I don't know. I I I just keep it. Kind of it kind of gets to me when when a guy's doing the same thing over and over. And, you know, and, and and they don't do they don't do an adjustment. It just kills me because this is a game of adjustments, like we were saying about Nicholas and Flaherty. And when I see this guy just going after, doing the same things over and over for months, you're like, really? Like for months? I mean, you know how many players would have been down in AAA by now, or even at home, relieved by now? I can name you some, but anyways, we hopefully they pick it up. Hopefully these kids find a way to, to, to get hot at the right time and, and pick up the team, you know? Well, we're going to find out. Um, this would be a great weekend to get it going, and I'm looking forward to, to checking them out. Um, we got a run here today. It was kind of a quick show, and you guys can blame me for that one as I'm uh, uh, I'm heading to the doctor. I got My back is killing me, so I got to get out of here. But, Benji, I'm looking forward to seeing you next week in person. I know we're going to head over and see our friends at Adam Smokehouse and um, enjoy some great barbecue and Hopefully a great week of, of Cardinal baseball after what would be a great uh, series win in New York to kind of propel us into that homestand. So I look forward to seeing you next week, my friend, and I hope all of our Cardinal fans out there um, get over the Blues hangover and then we can all get behind this baseball club and start winning some games. How's that sound? All right, that's going to do it for us here at uh, Two Birds on a Bat. We hope you guys check us out, twobirdsonabat.com. Please uh Please make sure you guys like all of our social media sites. Happy to have uh, all of you guys uh, involved in our shows, both from a comment and, 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 and quote standpoint. Uh, that's twobirdsonabat.com. You can also follow us on social media, at Birds on a Bat Show. Hit us there uh, on Twitter. Two Birds on a Bat on Facebook. Make sure you like our page there, and Two Birds on a Bat Show on Instagram. Lineupmediagroup.fm, thank you for your continued support. Happy to have you guys a part of what we're doing. And as always... Uh, download Yo Radio for free on your mobile device. Uh, to all of our partners, Randy Green, InnovativeCompanies.com, thank you. Uh, our friends at Patios, the original party place for St. Louis Cardinals baseball. Gators Baseball Academy, Adam Smokehouse, St. Louis, here's your cue. Our good friend, Dr. Kristen Jacobs with Ooh La La Spa Wellness and Anti-Aging Center. Please make sure you check out the people that support us as it means so much to us. M4Bayati.com is always bringing our friend Benji Molina. Happy to have you guys be a part of it. Uh, looking forward to our, our, our shows next week as we kind of get back on track now that, the, like I said, the Blues hangover should be over. And hopefully we'll all be drinking from the cup this weekend. You never know what might happen. But for all of us out there that are kind of struggling through this Cardinal thing, um, it, it's about to get real. So for everyone out there that, uh, that loves the Cardinals, this show's for you. Uh, thanks for doing it with us. And let's go Birds!
This podcast was a presentation of lightupmedia.fm.